All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Episode 7 of the One Day Closer Podcast, and I am your host, Jay. Thank you so much for joining me. Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season, Christmas, and that crazy week in between the New Year's and starting the New Year's off right with a, a positive mindset, and you can accomplish anything you want. you got to have some faith and put in the work, make it all happen. So I just want to thank everybody again for joining me, and it's, it's so feels so weird to say episode seven i'll be honest with you it was so hard to get episode one going and to think here we are at episode seven and again it just means so much so thank you thank you thank you and with that we'll just do a little recap uh that last episode we uh kind of ended there towards the beginning of june right so i was back in the rehab hospital had that last um relapse get under control and we were we were making progress and things were going good but we had some concerns it had been two weeks since my last relapse since well since we got that last relapse under control and sadly I would only usually make it somewhere in that 12 to 15 day maybe 17 day range and I would have another relapse but this time we had that new medicine and we were optimistic that things would improve. So with that, let's go ahead and take it back to rehab, early June of 2021. All right, early of June of 2021. So somewhere in that first week, we had just finished celebrating Christy's birthday. I had hit my 100 days total in the hospital for the year 2021, and not something you want to celebrate, but we, we celebrated a little bit. And uh, if you remember, I talked about they, uh, that first week they started walking me using the sling attached to the ceiling, kind of an interesting device, but it allowed them to get me upright and walking without much weight on my actual legs, because those suckers still wasn't working that good at this point. So pretty much every day, they would uh, walk me in this thing, and, and it, was, it was a great part. It wasn't the only physical therapy I was doing, but it was a big part of it. And each day, I could walk a little bit further. So I think that first day was a whole 10 feet. And Are you kidding? It felt like I walked a mile. I was so proud of it. But then the next day was like 25 or 30, and then by the end of the week, I think I was doing almost 80 feet, and not long after that, 100. And uh, it, it really went a long ways to helping me build the strength back up in my legs. And for that, I was really grateful. But again, I, I can't stress how crazy and hard things were mentally and physically. But I was determined. I knew there was a purpose for all of this. And I just had to do my part. And I would get better. I really, really believe that. And I actually still do, because even though I've been granted a miracle, I don't believe the miracle's over yet. So I continue to do my part, and I know he'll do his. So another big thing that, was, that had happened that week is my uh, occupational therapist, this is Aaron too, she had a little test for me, was to see if I could feed myself. And it's just kind of to gauge the progress we were making, so... 
and I had my arm braces on because you got to remember my wrist and those things don't work and the lower arms and the, and the fingers aren't doing much. Um, but hey, they got to try, right? Because they're trying to prepare me for being independent. Here we are. We set up in my, in my actual room. We didn't go down to the, to the gym that day and had a couple of packs of uh, that little jello chocolate pudding. And the whole thing was, is to feed myself, right? So I've got to try to get a spoon there, get a little bit of it, and actually feed myself, accomplish that, that task. And of course, there was plenty of, of, of accessories to help, right? They had different, she had different handles, different size spoons. And um, I think with the first thing we started off was maybe actually like a little piece of a pear or something like that with a, with a big grip and a big spoon. And after working for a while, I was able to get it. So then we moved to the pudding. And it was just unbelievable. It was it was such a, a blow to the to the psyche because I couldn't do it. And I'm just I was determined though, right? There's no quit for sure. And it definitely wasn't gonna be that day. So I needed some motivation. So I had Christy put on some good old heavy metal, uh Judas Priest Painkiller, for those who are familiar with the music. And it helped motivate me. And ultimately I was able to get a couple of bites. And they changed me down to a little smaller spoon, made it a little harder. But I have some video. I'll post some video of that on the Facebook page. Still to this day, Christy said that's, that's uh, some of her most difficult things to watch as far as videos we have. She said it was such a tough day for her to see me suffering like that. And I will say, completely, completely amazing to think you know, that I was in that position and every day was like that, even though we were starting to make some progress and things were looking better long-term, the bottom line is you, you still just can't help sometimes to look around and say, this is where my life is at and I can't even feed myself or I can barely even attempt to get a bite in. So, but you know, you learn how with uh, like some, uh, using like counterbalance and, and, you know, moving the arm a certain way because I could use my shoulder to kind of, dictate where maybe the elbow I could bend it at. And it was just, it's interesting how you learn how to compensate or how your body helps you learn to compensate. And it made for an interesting time. And that was somewhere around June 4th. Also, though, at this time, I was getting a little bit stronger with the legs and all too. And I was able to, instead of having to be taken into a shower in a, in an essence, a wheelchair, like a shower wheelchair, I was able to go back to sl uh, slide boarding onto a shower bench. And I will tell you, amen to that, because that, uh, A, it made me feel, you know, gave me a little bit more dignity, but also it was just so much easier. Again, though, you know, Christy was having to, to bathe me at this point, and it was easier for her, and it, but it was also easier for me because it helped me build up my core strength standing and not, not sitting in that, that wheelchair in the shower, but also... Uh, I'll be honest, that wheelchair was not, un <laughs> it was not comfortable at all, right? So uh, not that I would complain about it at the time because it surely accomplished its task. But if I had my choice, it would definitely have not been that. Another positive thing that happened right there, uh, June 4th, 5th, is I was able to stand again from sitting on my bed. And wasn't having to cheat near as much as I, I did. If you remember previous episodes, we talked about that. But I could sit on the edge of the bed and kind of use some leverage and, and get myself 
uh, stay in a standing position. Of course, I, I couldn't walk anywhere, but just the fact that we could stand up like that on side to bed was feeling amazing. So you can see the progress we were making. So about this time, though, I talked about what I call like day zero, right? Will another relapse happen? And it was, it was, the doctors were optimistic. My therapists were optimistic. I'll be honest with you, I was still skeptical because I had never seen anything that would prove otherwise. So what they say, go with what you know. And I, I believe Christy was feeling the same way about it. And uh, sure enough, you know, here we go, 15 days go by, 16 days go by, 17 days go by, no relapse. And I, I'm, I'm cautiously excited. Day 18, no relapse. Day 19, no relapse. And, and not only am I, am I not relapsing, but I am steadily making improvement. Every day, there would be some type of improvement. And again, you know, we were talking small. I mean, it might be getting a finger to move an extra quarter inch or being able to control my arms a little better. So, yeah, we were making improvement. And, you know, next thing you know, day 20. And I think at that point, I finally was able to catch a breath in a sense of maybe we got this figured out. Maybe the medicine is truly working. And it's not just short term like everything had been previous to this. If I could have got up and danced, I would have. And it just kept getting better mentally at this point because this was a very, very big turning point, right? For the first time in months, I didn't have a relapse after a couple of weeks of treatment. So now I could spend less time worrying about a relapse and more time concentrating on my physical therapy, my occupational therapy, and moving forward and trying to make my life the best I could. So it was... All I can say is amen, right? That was, that was the start of a miracle right there. And for that, I am so thankful. And for the doctors that got that going, I am so thankful. I guess I would say like a lot of, lot of weight off the shoulders, right? That, that we had passed that point. So some other cool things that were happening at that time was I started aqua therapy around, I don't know, around the 7th or the 8th. It might have even been the 5th. And also at that time on the, I believe it was June 6th, I was able to do something really impressive with my power chair. You remember from earlier episodes and I had posted the video where I controlled my power chair with the use of a chin drive, used my chin with a little joystick because I could not control and use my arms and operate it with the normal joystick. Well, guess what? By the end of that first week in June, guess who was driving their own power chair? Or at least driving it without wrecking it a bunch. Me, you bet. And what a great feeling. Just progress, right? I mean, as you can see, so much was happening. And it just seemed so fast. And at the same time, so slow. I don't know if that makes sense, but it, it, it had a weird feeling like that. I'll talk a little bit more about aqua therapy too, because we started that 
at that same time towards the end of the first week of June 21. And aqua therapy, they wanted to start me on it sooner, but uh, you got to love COVID, right? So with COVID, the pool was closed. Couldn't have anybody in the pool spreading the Rona. One of the reasons I was so excited about the aqua therapy is uh, they were the therapists, right? And even the doctors, they're like, oh, we wish we could get you in the pool. We wish we could get you in the pool. But after all that talking, it's like, I wish you could get me in the pool too, but the powers that be wasn't having it. But the cool thing is when that pool finally opened up in that first week of June, I was the second patient they got in there. Somebody beat me to it by an hour. But they they wanted to get me in there, and sure enough, they did. And so I would go in there with my physical therapist, Jesse, was the main person I was with. And they would have to use the lift. I'm sure you've either been at a public pool or a hotel pool or stuff like that where you see the lift that they can put handicapped people in and out the pool. Well, that's what they were having to use. The pool also had a ramp, but it wasn't like I was in any ability to use it. So they would take me from my power chair, move me to the other seat, strap me in there, and then hoist me in and lower me down in the pool. And to say that's kind of in its own way, I, I just felt humiliated. And I know that that doesn't make sense. And, and I think about it, and I know it doesn't make sense. But I just felt that... I should be able to get in a pool, right? I should be able to do things. And, and that was so much of the struggle the whole time was that weird feeling of almost embarrassment sometimes. Uh, but just to myself, I wasn't worried about what anybody else thought. It was This was in my own mind fighting my own demons through this battle. But God, I, I loved the aqua therapy. Um, so many cool things. If you can just imagine, like I told you how this this rehab center had so many resources. It just seemed limitless. And the pool area was no different. So all kinds of things to work on specific areas of the body, whether it was your you know, hands, arms, legs, torso. And one of the cool things for me is they had a, a walker um, for the pool, right? Like it just made us some PVC pipe with some wheels on it. And with my height, I'm 6'3", and I think the pool, the deepest part was five feet. Well, the cool thing when they do aqua therapy is because the buoyancy, right? It takes the weight off of your body. And so you're, you know, yeah, I couldn't walk on land, but in water, I should have that buoyancy and should be in better shape, right? So that is, that is the purpose they do that. Well, for me, because I'm so tall, with the pool, I never got the full benefits of the buoyancy, but I definitely got benefits. So I would take that walker, and she'd walk me back across the forth, you know, back and forth the, the pool sideways. And I could just accomplish so much more in the pool than I could on land, uh, even with that that sling system. But one of the one of the days I will one of the days I will not forget was. We, I think it was maybe our second day in there, and Jesse looks at me. I was doing real good, and I was so proud of myself. You know, I probably had a big, big grin from ear to ear. And uh, she says, "Hey, that's good. Okay, now walk backwards." And I'm, uh, I, okay, I understand that. 
except my body didn't even know what to do. You know, something we take for granted, right? Walking, walking forward, walking backwards. I literally, not only could I not walk backwards, but I actually, I didn't even know what muscles, in essence, to try to trigger. I had to think about it for a moment. Like, what do I want to try to do with my legs? Well, how am I going to try to move them? And uh, it worked. It worked very, very slowly and very just oddly feeling. That was the first time I had walked backwards in any capacity, probably in over three months, three and a half months at this point. Actually, maybe longer than that. And I, I remember that day because I, 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 I just like I said, I thought to myself, how could I not understand how to walk backwards? Or how, how could my body not, I guess, do it just like automatically, even try? Because it, it was, there was no like muscle memory when it came to that. It was a very, very odd moment. But it also was a good moment in a sense of it let me know that I needed to be more focused when it came to that type of, of therapy, right? We had to, had to pay a little bit more attention to what muscle I'm trying to activate and what area I'm trying to move. I know I've been spending a lot of time on the legs, but of course during this time I'm working the hands and arms or anything we can get to move. And, uh, you know, not, not as much movement as we would have preferred, right? But making progress every day, it was a beautiful thing. And so the hands and the arms were no different. And again, we're talking very, very small improvements, but to me that was a victory every day. So as we went through the next week, so the second week of June, again, just a lot of work, making progress, pretty uneventful, no car wrecks, no power chair wrecks. Again, I'm, I'm now operating the power chair by hand. But one of the cool things at this point was I was improving so much that I was able to ditch the power chair to go to therapy and use my walker, my uh, standing rollator walker, and I'll post some videos how I had to mount that thing. But, oh, boy, you talk about feeling like the big man on campus. I could walk down the hallway and get in the elevator and walk to the gym to work out, and it was beautiful, like its own little ray of sunshine. It's amazing what a little change like that will do in your life. And, uh, again, just thankful, so grateful for the improvement, thankful that, that we were making that kind of progress. So one little funny story, though, before we move on about the aqua therapy, because like I said, I'm doing it at that point at least two days a week. Some weeks, I was able to sneak in for a third, third time, but we would shoot for two. Of course, there were some weeks it was only one, but one of the great stories of my time with my physical therapist, Jesse, is Jesse was, went to the University of Alabama course, you know, me being a good old LSU boy. So we had plenty of fun ribbing each other, but there's a great picture of me and her. We had just gotten out the pool. She has her Alabama shirt on and I have my LSU mask on, right? Gotta love the, the COVID mask. So I've got my mask on. She's got a shirt and we kind of pose. It was towards, we knew we were getting towards the end and it was a beautiful picture. And one of my other favorite pictures I have is of me and Jesse and Aaron one. Uh, I had just finished, I think they were swapping me over, I had just finished physical therapy and was moving to occupational therapy, and we took a picture, I was in, I was in my wheelchair for that, and 
they were going to stand on each side of the wheelchair and I'm, I'm stubborn. Right. And I'm like, well, no, we're going to take a picture by golly. I'm going to stand up. So they stand me up in front of the wheelchair and I wasn't holding on to anything, just kind of standing between them. And we took a picture and I, I actually carried that picture with me in my wallet. My wallet has a little place where, you know, outside the wallet, you would have like a driver's license. Well, I have that picture of the three of us from rehab and every day it's a reminder of how far I've come. But it's also a reminder of how beautiful it was to have such an awesome therapist. And there were so many. But, um, but that, that's, that picture is special. I'm going to go ahead and stop it here. Seems like a good place. We have a couple more weeks before discharge. No more relapses. I'm getting stronger. A little bit more independence. And just the future just seems bright. It seems that there's so many possibilities, so much potential that, that I may have a life. Because uh, as you know, if you've been following me, this there was a time there where it didn't look like much was going to happen. And it was everything I could do except rely on my faith and know that it would, would work out in the end. All right. So what an amazing couple of weeks there in June. Improvement gains every day past the day zero, I call it, with the relapses. And uh, it just seemed like things were starting to come together. And that was, like I said, that was a, a real big boost to my mental health and I'm sure Christy's mental health too. So looking ahead, we have, of course, more therapy. But we're winding down because really at this point, they, they're not knowing what to fully expect with my recovery. And to be honest, like we talked about, they were not expecting much more than where I was at at this point. But I was determined to go further. So it was as long as I was making progress, they actually could get approval from the insurance company to keep me in there. But we knew here in mid-June things were winding down. And so then reality starts setting in, right? Well, I'm going to go home. I'm going to have to live a life. We have all these expenses. Christy hadn't worked for a couple of months, and then she is just starting her new job at UAB. So, so many crazy things to come. But with eyes wide open, a grateful heart, and faith that God will continue to steer it away. I just want to, again, thank everybody for joining me. It's uh, wonderful for me, and... I hope that it inspires that no matter what you're going through, just remember to always have faith, trust in God. Again, he will get you through it. I can testify because it's been, been a rough holidays for me and he, he has steered me through that storm, carried me through it again. And he, he does it every day. So with that, I want y'all to know I appreciate y'all and I love y'all. And remember, always live your spirit.